Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you live from the beautiful Sunshine Coast and Powell River, which is situated on the traditional lands of the Klahoma Nation. I will be your host, Maureen Reed, and I am an astrologer. Welcome to you, the listener, and to Jill. Hello. Hello. Yay. <laughs> I, we might be getting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I do have a brief uh, community announcement that I would like to make. Uh, this is on behalf of the grads of the class of 2021. They um, have invited you to please line the streets of Powell River for their grand parade, which is on June the 26th. And it starts at 5 p.m. from the Beach Gardens and ends, of course, at Brooks School. And I am sure that the actual map of the twists and turns and the roads that they will be on will be up on the school website. Anyway, um, they've had quite the year to graduate, um, and we do congratulate them on their success. Yes. So, speaking of schools, um, we are going to this week uh, sort of follow from uh, the topic of last week, which is uh, mundane astrology, which is the study of charts of countries. Um, and we're going to look at uh, the big news that's been in the Canadian um, uh, scene. Well, actually, there's two of them, and one of them is just beyond the pale with the gentleman or person or whatever, however you want to name this individual that drove over that Muslim family, which is, again, horrendous. Um, but we're going to look at, uh, specifically this week, to see what sort of astrological signatures can follow through history when it comes to something as problematic and as insane as cultural genocide, which is kind of what the white European people with their colonialism set loose upon the planet and you know, now all those chickens are coming to roost, which is, yeah. Okay, so um, is this a, just a Pluto dynamic? Are other planets involved? Can we actually see them bouncing off of the Canadian chart? Um, yeah, so I, you know, I did a very simple Google search, which I'm sure if I had done it, I don't know, 20 years ago, there would have been nothing, nada. But now there is several sites, um, and I don't know how many, but I picked one that gave a reasonably succinct listing of um, the whole, uh, well, not the whole, but, you know, an outline of what has happened down through the years uh, with residential schools. And, of course, at this point in time, um, you know, why did it, why did this next piece come out now? And is there a sort of a, a reoccurring signature? And, oh, some of the charts are just a bit mind-bending. Um, and so what I'm going to do, and um, Jill will chime in with her take on the various charts. If you go to the website, cardinalastrology.ca, um, you will find a whole bunch of charts. And I'm just literally going to go through them in order. Um, 
I'm going to do a bit of a preamble because the whole idea of uh, colonialism um, vis-a-vis natives in North America, that started long before Canada was even conceived. Uh, it would be interesting also to look at countries like Australia. And yes, the and whether there's similar signatures. That's true. That's true because they, you know, we're not, we're not alone. No, no. Any, any country where the Europeans decided to go in and colonize <laughs> has, you know, really damaged the, the culture. Yeah, the original the, culture. The you know, and then, of course, there's also that whole, how do you identify, like, especially in places like Europe, how do you ever identify first peoples? Well, anyway, it's human history is we're, we're not exactly a peaceful species. Well, and, no. and also the colonizers are the ones who wrote the history. Well, exactly. It's always the ones who win exactly. that write that it. We have are our records not? yes. Yeah. who were actually affected by what we did. <laughs> did, did to them. Um, it was interesting, actually, on the CBC site, which, you know, CBC is sort of struggling to uphold its own standards that I was familiar with from back in the day. But anyway, they listed 42 novels that have been firsthand accounts that have been written and published. Um, yeah, so, you know, they the natives themselves are telling us our story and it behooves us to read and listen that's mm-hmm. the least we can do is to do that it's anyway not ancient, it's not ancient history no it isn't it isn't and yeah the the effects of it is are still with us today okay so we've already sort of identified that uranus and taurus this idea of ground radar that sort of fits And with the Pluto dynamic uh, going through Capricorn since 2008, um, it's uh, shaking up sort of the institutionalized power structures um, and forcing, as you so eloquently put last week, um, contending with unresolved darkness or transgressions from the past If one truly, and this is the hope, of course, confronts and resolves those issues, the effect can indeed be transformative. If not, though, those unresolved issues can consume and destroy from within. And one can only sort of pause here and think of a few countries that are not exactly getting it. I'm thinking of, um, yeah, but we don't, uh, yeah. Yeah, so they will destroy themselves. And overall, we're not yet, but it's yeah. starting to, I think people are starting to wake up to these yeah. things. And, yeah. and that's a good thing. And I think this Plutonian stuff is bringing all the, yeah. all the stuff around yeah. institutions and structures. Yeah, especially the institutionalized, don't question, or, and it's, it's not even, we forget that we should question. Um, oh, and, sorry, yeah. yeah. You know, it's and part control. I mean, yeah. that, the other aspect of that Pluto in Capricorn is they're trying very hard to control. Yeah, yeah. And keep, because Capricorn yeah. doesn't like change. Capricorn wants things to stay the same. <laughs> yeah, because so it likes Pluto's it. It's working for them. <laughs> Pluto's struggling to help them hang on by their fingernails, but at the same time, all this stuff is... is yeah, it just keeps coming up. Because yeah. it's time. Because yeah. it's time and Pluto won't. Pluto's the cosmic purgative, as far as I'm concerned. It yes, yeah, purges it. Yeah, it, it's like this is this is causing actual disease, really. You know, yeah. it's like something in your body where it's poison, 
it has to come out or it's going to kill you. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the chart, uh, the charts that we're going to look at, we are going to, I mean, I pulled these dates from uh, a website uh, and the chart we're going to bounce them off of will be the Canadian chart. So I didn't start the charts until Canada actually became, well, there's one chart, um, the year that uh, Canada became a country, uh, which in and of itself is saying colonialism and is a transgression. So, you know, my first graphic that I put up is a map of North America, which shows, I think, just the dominant tribal groupings. Um, Anyway, you know, like this was an inhabited, functioning, in human terms, place, right? And, you know. And the border didn't end, you know. No, it did not end at the 49th (laughs) parallel. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's North America. Yeah. Okay, so um, I am, for those who are on a video, I am going to share... I think this screen no no oh wait a minute wait a minute okay pause for the cause and go to okay this is ugly dead air I'm I apologize to all those who are just listening but if you go to my uh, website okay you too can follow along with what we have up on the YouTube video oh there it is Okay, so the first graphic that I have up is that map that I was talking about. Okay, so this is kind of the brief beginning history. So mostly residential schools were established by Christian churches and then the federal government. And of course, prior to us becoming a country, this would have been Great Britain. Um, And the, you know, sort of overarching idea was to assimilate Uh, indigenous children into the Euro-Canadian society like we know what we're doing Uh, anyway okay so back when you know this first really in earnest began apparently is in uh, you know the mid 1600s around 1620 and at that time Taurus Pluto was in Taurus and of course we know because of the egg shape of its orbit that um, it stays in Taurus a long time because it was still in Taurus by the time, um, that doesn't make sense, must have done one complete lap by the 1600s. Yeah, it would have. Um, Uranus was in Cancer back then, Neptune was in Libra. So by 1831, the first, so this would have been under the auspices of probably just the church itself and with the blessings, no doubt, of Great Britain. So the Mohawk Institute begins, um, and it is in 1831. So by that time, Pluto was in Aries. Neptune was in Capricorn. And Jill, I think you were... Yeah. Beg your pardon? Is there a graphic for that? No, no. I didn't start until... Yeah. But I think we can assume that with Neptune and Capricorn that, you know, this high ideal of, you know, we're civilized and you aren't. And yeah, Neptune can be quite distorting of perception. Neptune Neptune also has themes of of like victim persecutor kind of. Yes, that's true. That's true. So I think that's part of it. too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sacrifice as well. Yes. 
Okay, so that institution was run by the Anglican Church, so it is literally the very first one. Okay, it was in Brantford, Ontario, um, and yeah, it is considered to be the very first one. Okay, so again, prior to the founding of Canada, the Bagot Commission from 1842 to 1844 is presented to the Legislative Assembly, which is, I'm assuming, you know, whatever it was before we became Canada. Um, it proposes, and listen to this, separating Indigenous children from their parents is the best way to assimilate them into Euro-Canadian culture. It's just, you know, you hear that. And guess what they want to call them? They want to call them industrial schools. Uh-huh. Mind-boggling. Just, you know, the, the, the hubris, again, the hubris that, yeah, we have to weigh the truth and the light and you don't. Also fitting with, the, I know Cap, Capricorn's not involved there particularly, but it's fitting with that, idea of Pluto and Capricorn right now because it's all yes. about industry. industry yes yeah industrialization of the world yeah and so at that point in the in 1845 Pluto is at 22 degrees of Aries Uranus is also in Aries um, Saturn and Neptune are in Aquarius so oh. at that time yeah <clears throat> okay so 10 years before we become uh, a country the Gradual Civilization Act. I, these words are just mind-boggling. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this requires male status Indians, <coughs> excuse me, and Métis, the age of 21, to read, write, and speak either English or French, um, and to choose a government-approved surname. Ah, really? Um, it awards 50 acres of land to any sufficiently advanced indigenous male um, and re in return removes any tribal affiliations or treaty rights, right? You know, so like all of those contracts that the Indians thought they were agreeing to, you know, let's just, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do any of that. Yeah. Okay, so the year that we become a country just before it becomes official under the Constitution Act, British North American Act, the federal government takes authority over the First Nations, so this would have been from the Crown, and land reserved for First Nations. The authority would later um, extend that to education of status Indians. And then, of course, we come into the picture. Now, I have a chart for that last one. Let me just bring it up. There we go. So that is the chart. So what's up on the screen right now is the Canada chart. And for those that are listening, we have very interesting chart. We have Neptune on an ascendant and it's Aries. So Neptune and Aries on the ascendant. We have Pluto at 15 degrees of Taurus in the second house. We have Venus and the moon, which is void, of course. I don't know how that plays out in a mundane chart. Um, oh. At uh, in Gemini, Venus is at 15, the moon's at 28. Uh, we have an exact conjunction between Uranus and the sun in Cancer on the IC, like they're just like all right there. 
Uh, we then have Mercury in Leo in the fifth, and we have Mars in Virgo in the sixth. We also have Saturn in Scorpio in the eighth. Our midheaven, of course, is that same eight degrees of Capricorn. We have uh, Jupiter in Pisces along with the nodal axis, the south node, and that's in the 12th house, and Chiron, uh, which is at 26 degrees of Pisces in the 12th. So that's the square, backdrop. Square What's that? And square. square the moon, yes, yeah, yeah. The other thing I was just noticing with Mercury in Leo in the fifth, um, fifth house of children. Yes. Yeah. Right, and and the the Leo part is like the royalty and the thinking we are above. We are yes, yeah, you know, yeah. It's our control, story. We need to control what these children think, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's we, our story. Your story doesn't have, count. We have divine right, because that's kind of what that. Yeah, yep. The royal thinking is. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Okay, so here's that federal responsibility chart. And, um, okay, so let me get to what I put here. Okay, so uh, it puts that Mars from the Canadian chart up there in the 10th. And so Virgo is about um, who are you going to take care of sixth house mars and we have to we have to re remember that we don't have accurate times really. that's true that's true thank but you thank you yeah we need to not focus on the houses but the that's planet. true she's that, right she's so right <laughs> that's so hard for us to do when we're trained to look at yes but the nodes happens. are there and mars is there okay so that's expanding service slavery virgo these are just all virgo things um we have what else do we have um okay we have mars and mercury are sextiling uh, no uranus is sextiling both mercury and mars at four degrees of cancer uh so it's you know obviously it's coming up to where it will be in um the uh, tr founding chart of Canada. But what's really interesting is we've got Sun-Neptune. Okay, conjunct. So we buy this, you know. We're the pioneers. I mean, Aries, that's another classic sign of kind of being the first about something. And so putting Sun-Neptune conjunction um, close to what would will become our ascendant, well, yeah, it yeah. puts it in Canada's 12th house. So that's, yeah. it's, it, again, it's our kind of our dirty little secret. It's, yeah. yeah. It's our, we've got this illusion that we're trying to put across that we're good guys, but yeah. this is not, this is, po I mean, Neptune is also kind of toxins and poisons as well. Yes. Yep. It is toxic stuff. Yeah, it is. It is. Which With, is why it needs to be purged. So, yeah. you know, I think that, that 12th house position for that is and we think it's benevolent we've got venus jupiter conjunct trining the the canadian charts moon well, right yeah, like yeah we we don't think we're doing anything wrong Ugh, well God. well there's this misguided perception that it's somehow spiritual to do i mean church is supposed to be about <laughs> spiritual stuff right <laughs> but it, it's not this isn't yeah yeah. Anything to do with that. So. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so we become a country, and one of the first things we do um, is the Indian Act, okay, which I know the indigenous people of this country have been fighting with since it came into being. Okay, oh. so with this chart, uh, Uranus figures very prominently, and what I find very disconcerting is uh, Uranus in this chart. So this was 1876, so we'd be in the country for about 10 years before they formalized this act. Um, and so Uranus had moved on from Cancer, it was now in Leo, and it's squaring our Saturn-Pluto uh -huh. opposition, right? And it's a repeat of what's going down right now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, it would be opposite where Saturn is right now and squaring itself in Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is just, I mean, this is just so bizarre. Um, yeah. Yeah, and what else did I note? Okay. And, and right now it's approaching that Pluto in Taurus. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. Mercury... Um, is um, is trining that Jupiter, you know, so again, there's this, um, you know, kingly right to decide. Um, oh. And Saturn is opposite our Mars, right? You know, so, and in Pisces, Saturn is not operating at its best at all, uh, but that's the two malefics in opposition to each other. And... Um, yeah, not a good, not a good thing. Well, I also it was in this chart. You've got that very dramatic T square. Yes, yeah, exactly. You've got uh, Jupiter and the Moon. Well, yeah. Moon would be within a few degrees of that at least. Yeah, depending on the time. But they're all squaring Saturn. Yes. So and yeah. opposite Venus, Mars. Yeah. Yeah. And that hits the, the Canada's uh, Jupiter-Mars opposition. Yes, it does. Exactly. In the mutable signs. Yeah. I swear. So it's, and the other yeah. thing is, of course, with what's coming out this year, this is where, and we just passed our second eclipse, and so we won't be eclipsing now until the winter. Yay. <laughs> but it is in that same Gemini-Sagittarius axis right now. Mm. Yeah, and the next the next eclipses are also very close to the last of the Saturn Uranus squares. So yes, just as one was. So yeah, it's interesting how that's falling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More excitement to come, folks. The universe has an interesting sense of timing. I'm it say. it does. Okay, so let me see now. Where are we here? So that was the Indian Act. Okay, so I've got a few little things to talk about here that I didn't do charts for. So residential schools are authorized uh, based on recommendations from a Davin report. Sir John A. Macdonald authorizes the creation of residential school system. And this oh. is specifically what it was designed to do, to isolate Indigenous children from their families and cut all ties to their culture. I mean, we even admit it that that's what we're cultural genocide is what we're about Ugh, just makes your skin kind of want to creep and we've got the uranus um opposition to the canadian uranus there 
Yes, yes, we do. Yeah, in this residential school chart. Up yes. there in our tent house, and it's up opposing that sun Uranus in the forest in the Canada chart. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly, exactly. Yeah. This is quite a chart, actually. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the amendments are made to the uh, Indian Act um, for, and so this is the chart, I believe. Let me, whoops, wrong mouse. This is uh, that. There, yeah, no, this is the November chart, which is... That's health at the yeah. residential Yeah, health at the residential schools. Okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. So we partnered with uh, Roman Catholic, Anglican, Methodist, Presbyterian, and United Church. So although, you know, the news right now seems to just only want to focus on... Um, uh, you know, the Catholic Church, but there were other denominations, Christian denominations involved in this insanity. Well, we've also got a square to that, our Canada's Saturn Pluto again, with that Mars Chiron opposite Jupiter. Yes, exactly. Uh, exactly. Talking about, talking about health, which is Chiron. Yep. Well, yeah. Chiron is wounding and healing. Yeah. And it's opposite Jupiter. And, and yeah, and the and the T square. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna, you know, stay you're healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's squaring the sun, which is on top of Saturn. You know, we are the authority. You know, yeah. This is uh, the tie-in with this chart. Okay, so in the moon Saturn, that is um, squaring our, uh, or is on our nodal axis, right, um, of the Canadian chart, because the Canadian chart is uh, 17 Virgo Pisces, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, this, this will come home to roost. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Uh yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and you'd think, you know, I mean, because the, all these planets just keep moving, right? And so why would these specific dates just wire in? Um, well, again, Saturn, Saturn, Pluto in the natal, Canada's natal chart yeah. are up. Here they are squaring each other. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yep. And trining Mars, you know, that Mars, Mercury, or Mars, um, Chiron is trining that Pluto, yeah. You know, if you're not careful, you will wound. You will wound. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So the next chart that I put up is when I guess there were obviously indigenous tribes that said, you know, no way, no how. And I have heard stories of the things that they would do to, you know, avoid having their children ripped away. Um, yeah. As any parent would. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so this is the chart for April 1st. Okay, so uh, this is Deputy Superintendent of Indian Affairs, Duncan Campbell Scott. Um, makes wow. attendance at residential school mandatory for every First Nations child between 7 and 16, and we know they grabbed them even younger. So in this chart, we have Saturn is conjunct our Mars, in uh, the Canadian chart, uh, we have the Jupiter Neptune. Look at that. Jupiter Neptune um, is. Uh, uh, Mercury. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. we've also got the nodes on that Saturn Pluto again. Exactly. Yeah. 
the nodes are there. Um, and we've got the sun, because this went down in April. We have the sun squaring our, our original sun Uranus. And Chiron, for that matter. Yeah. Oh. And then Venus Mercury is trining our Saturn in Scorpio. And also on the axis of our north-south node. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and Uranus is, yeah, opposite that Saturn. And yeah. And so that's squaring our, uh, or opposing our Mars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, igniting that Mars. Yeah. Okay, so then we go on to, oh, this is, this is just an absolutely bizarre chart. Uh, so for those uh, out there listening or watching the, the YouTube video, this is a chart worth studying. Um, and <clears throat> I know one of the things I'm, I'm hoping to do this week is to actually comb some of the databases um, and looking for any individuals that might actually be carrying this signature um, mm. because this is a bit of a mind-boggling chart. And relative to our chart... Oh, okay, so here's what goes behind this chart. So apparently, there is a um, story of a national crime published on the 1st of January in 1922. Dr. Peter Henderson Bryce publishes the story of a national crime exposing the Canadian government's suppression of information on the health of Indigenous peoples. Bryce argues that Duncan Campbell Scott and the Ministry of Indian Affairs neglected Indigenous health needs and notes a criminal disregard for treaty privileges. And you look at this chart, so as we were saying earlier, Pluto is the one that's going to uncover the poison. And guess where it is? It's exactly conjunct our son Uranus in Cancer. It just... This chart is just kind of mind-boggling. Oh, yeah. and, and, and it's squaring Chiron Saturn. So all of those are aspecting that sun Uranus. Exactly. It's just... Chiron in the nodes. Yeah. Chiron node, Saturn north node. Yep. And, and, and the sun itself is opposing our... Yeah. And Neptune I, is also squaring our Saturn-Pluto natally. In our, yeah, like this chart is like jumping up and down, demanding us to look at what the heck are we doing? And this is well, way back in the 19, in 1922. Yeah, and the moon opposite is within yeah. range of that day yeah. of opposition to Neptune. So that's that's also, you know, yeah. that's screwing the that yeah. Saturn so yes it's it's hitting hitting pretty much everything in our chart and you've got you've got Uranus opposing our Canada's Mars yep yes so, exactly yeah you know, so, like this is yeah it's yeah, kind of hitting all the yeah all the hot spots, in all the hot spots. Yeah. and yet obviously the Canadian public and the press didn't follow it any further, and it just all, you know, went quietly away. Which buried again. Yeah, buried again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 
That seems to be how that goes. Yes, <laughs> which is, yeah, sad. Okay, so. Surprising that it's not published at all, actually. Yeah, well, I am sure that, well, I don't know. I, you know, a person could delve a little further into the gentleman who wrote it and, you well, know. I think me media also wasn't, you know, it wasn't as controlled then by. Yeah. The certain people that control it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's become very concentrated, the control yes. of all media. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't back then. You had independent news newspapers. Yep. People would and they wouldn't have had, like, this may have only come out in an Ottawa paper. The, the, what I'm quoting here doesn't um, give references to where it came from. Yeah, and that, that, that uh, nodal axis in Jupiter hitting our ascendant, too. Yeah, and yeah, I know. It's just, it's jumping and screaming and saying, look, look, look what you're doing. It's wrong. Yeah. And we just go, eh, piff, whatever. Well, yeah. but, you know, back then, that's still quite a long time ago. There were still a lot, of, I mean, residential schools were still in full swing. Oh, they were totally in full a swing. A long time after that. Yeah. And a lot of people believed that. It was know, actually a good thing. The, the stories we were told that these were heathens and savages and we were the, you yeah. know, civilizing them and doing them a big favor. So, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. people, people believe that stuff. And they, were they do. They do. <laughs> they were taught it in school, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, you know, I think for you and I, it wasn't even a thing. Indians weren't even talked about in history. No, and if it was Other than the, the Louis, um, Louis Riel's rebellion, that was about it. Well, I think we got all these stories about the brave uh, explorers. Yes. That came over yeah, like, like they, yeah. they found a mountain. No. <laughs> there have been people looking and, at yeah. that mountain for centuries. <laughs> but essentially, you know, oh, it, God. They, yeah, yeah. We weren't, we weren't told about this, the residential schools per se, but they, the native people were not portrayed as, you know, civilized. No, no, they weren't. To, to you know, those of us who had that education, it was, you know, yeah, easy to convince us that we were doing them a favor. Yes. So by the 1930s, there are more than 80 institutions that are connected with the federal government, but that doesn't mean there weren't other scenarios run by, you know, the churches and stuff that weren't part of that. Um, and the enrollment was increasing to upwards of 17,000. Um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so and eventually they expanded it up into the Northwest Territories, um, and included the Métis population as well. Um, okay, so, uh, you know. And Saturn, Saturn is, is um, opposing that Neptune. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. So it's trying once again to control the narrative. Yes, exactly. And, of course, then in the 60s, we had the the 60s scoop, which was not so much about the residential schools, but we'll just, you know, if a family was in trouble, and of course, by this point in time, you know, we've, we've trashed their sense of self-esteem, their, their ability to function as healthy human beings. Their society, their culture. Yeah, like we've, we, we have succeeded, and of course, yeah, 
Uh, we've taken their language away. We've taken their sense of identity away. And so, yeah, it's easy to just walk in and go, oh, you can't raise this kid. Let's adopt it out. Right. So yeah. and that's what the whole 60s scoop was about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But your is stirring that up right now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, residential school system expands into the north in the 50s, um, you know, and so there's schools opened up in Inuvik in the Northwest Territories. Um, and then things start to come out. We have uh, when Jax dies, this is the kid that runs away, um, uh, escapes from the Cecil Jeffrey Residential School near Shoal Lake, Ontario. So there's a little flag starts to come up. And of course, now there's been a movie and books written about his. Um, so a coroner's inquest into his death is held, which I'm sure he was the first child to have an inquest, you know, considering how many other children had already died. Um, but of course, it's an all-white jury finds that the residential schools caused tremendous. Um, okay, oh no, I hadn't read this before. Okay, so the all-white jury finds that residential schools caused tremendous emotional and psychological problems. They recommend that a study be made of the present Indian education and philosophy. Is it right? Well, yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> God. Okay, so um, all of the remaining residential uh, schools in 1969 are turned over to the government, even the ones that were just run by um, the churches. Okay. And, okay, so by 1979, this, this just keeps boggling me, um, there are only 28, but there are still 28 schools running in oh. Canada. Yeah. Phil Fontaine, yay Phil, um, who spoke publicly about what abuses he suffered at the Alexander Residential Schools, calls for a public inquiry. So this is in 1991. Uh, so there is, there's the Royal Commission on Aboriginal uh, Peoples is initiated, and this is in the wake of the Oka crisis. So thank you, Oka, for, you know, sort of, you know, starting to turn the tide. Okay, so our last school, last uh, federally operated residential school, and that doesn't mean that there weren't private ones or ones run by churches, although in theory they'd all been taken over by the government. Anyway, the last one closes in 1996, which is just yeah. hard to believe. And so by this point, we have that huge pileup in Capricorn, which is, of course, opposite our son Uranus. Um, and Capricorn is the 10th house of uh, the Canadian chart. Yeah. Um, we have Saturn, uh, which is occupying the nodal axis in the Canadian chart in this one. Yeah. Got Chiron um, opposite Neptune, opposite the Canadian Neptune. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on the descending. Yep. Also, where you've got Mars, Neptune, Uranus, and Mercury at the end of Capricorn is yes. where... Pluto is going back and forth. Forth right now. Yeah, exactly. 
and and Saturn went over it last year with Jan Jupiter and yeah 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 going on with that exactly exactly okay so the summary report from the truth and reconciliation is the next chart that I put together um Okay, so here, this was in 2015. So this was, you know, kind of the latest one I did. We've got Uranus conjunct our ascendant. Uh, we have um, Mercury, Sun, Mars conjunct our Venus in our natal chart. We have Jupiter squaring our Saturn-Pluto opposition. Uh, we have... Um, uh, okay, we have Saturn on the exact degree that Pluto was when the last school closed. And again, that's that, that Sag-Jupiter or Sag-Gemini um, axis that the um, eclipses just triggered. And we've got Neptune trining. Um, yeah, so the, and that's problematic, I think. Having Neptune trining our original Sun Uranus because I think everybody in Canada well not everybody hopefully but I think a lot of people felt oh we're done now no we're just beginning you know well, it's like the illusion that we're doing something yes and I think that Jupiter squaring that Saturn uh, Pluto yeah. is also this is supposed to give you hope that we are doing something Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> it's all smoke and mirrors, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and Saturn's up there kind of squaring Mars, right? Yes, yes, it would be, That's exactly. Awesome. And and Neptune would be opposite that Mars, yeah, right? Because so that Mars is at six, yeah. And Mercury squared, yeah. So we've got quite yeah. a pile up on, on that Mars in yeah. Our so I'm, I'm hoping by this point in the presentation that people are seeing that um, these are not random moments, right? Yeah. Like they're, it's, and this is one of the mind-boggling pieces of astrology is that they do, they do have a, a, a logic to them and um, synchronicity to them. Yeah, that's just. Oh, yeah, and, and yeah. really. As with the natal chart, when you have you have your planets where they are natally, yeah, and when you have the reason we can look at a natal chart with transits and progressions and and say, well, you got this coming up, yeah, is because these do trigger what's in the natal chart. Like yes, yeah, potential is there in the natal chart, and the transits, which is what these are. Yeah, that's um, what we're looking at here. These are moments in time that we've that are selected by what we call events yeah um, and of course we're picking out certain ones there's always events happening but but the ones we're looking at you look at them in relation to the chart and they they are definitely yeah like yeah this is bringing stuff up from this natal picture it's just yeah it just exactly needs, exactly because, because it needs to you know yeah. and I, that's always key and and so would it always imply, let's say, for instance, uh, in these cases, you know, that it's going to be something negative that has to be brought up? No, no. the the original promise doesn't have 
a positive or a negative attached to it. It's what we put, you know, it's how we evolve that puts that into it. Notice the more negative or traumatic events, you know, because. Well, and that's true too. Yeah. I mean, obviously we have, if we have a particularly joyous moment, we'll remember that and that will be reflected as well. Yeah. But often we tend to remember more the <laughs> the, <laughs> the challenging we've ones. Things yeah. we've had to struggle with. And, yeah. You know, work hard at. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think the next charts I have up, right, okay, so in recent times so this is the chart because um there is a chart (laughs) which i was kind of surprised that i could go to but of course with you know what's been going on in the last 10 or 15 years um, all of these issues are being pushed to the fore people are doing the research so the kamloops scenario which is not alone in terms of i'm sure finding um you know graves of children that died at the schools But this one, okay, and it was literally called, this just blows my mind, Kamloops Industrial School. And it opened May the 19th in 1890. That was a Monday, if anybody's wondering. And this was its original chart. So what I find very fascinating, I did set it for midnight, so we can't really go by the houses. But we can look at the fact that Mars is opposite the moon, Neptune, Pluto, Mercury, Venus, and the nodes. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. This one might have been a particularly violent school is my kind of take on this. And we also, of course, have, um, what is that? It's almost a square to Saturn, but not quite. Yeah. Oh, no, it is. That's Taurus. Yeah, so Saturn squares the sun in this. Uh-huh. Okay, so now the next chart is, and we can't really do this from the Canadian or I think even the BC chart just because, yeah, but because it's one well, individual. Sun- that, that school is in BC. It's yeah, we do, we do for those... Look at the aspects to the BC chart. Yes, we can. We can. Because I did put that one up. Mm -hmm. Uh, We decided on a midnight chart for it. So this was the day of the announcement. Okay, so what I want you to notice, actually, I've got both charts up at the same time, which will make this easier. Okay, so we have when the news came out. Look at this. We have that Gemini Sag axis. In the original chart, Gemini Sag axis. Yeah, Mercury yeah. is the closest thing to that. Yeah. Like it's closest to the Mercury in the in the in yeah. the uh, original found, founding chart. Yeah. 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 Um and yeah. And the nodes are Yeah, exactly. Close, are are on the Mercury, right? Yeah, and they're reversed, right? Yeah. So yeah. What was suppressed is now out. Yeah, the information, the data, literally the data in this announcement. Yeah, very, yeah, I just, eclipses, you know, it's funny, back in the day when I used to, you know, do this full time, I actually did not work with uh, the eclipses. And I'm, I'm kind of sad that I didn't because they do have, 
as I am wont to experience in this past week, <laughs> that eclipses actually do have impacts, you know, and, and I mean, they... New and full moons have a certain amount of intensity to them. But oh, yeah, but eclipses... Ramps it up significantly. Yeah, it does ramp it up very significantly. And then, of course, we've got this Mercury-Neptune square, <laughs> which is not helping anything. Yeah. Okay, so let's just quickly look at, so this is those two charts together. So the moon is conjunct the south node. I have the announcement on the outside and the original chart on the inside. Yeah. And so I set it for, for I think I set it for 9 a.m. as being the time probably when most. Uh, Mars Chiron, eh? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mars Chiron. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the BC chart is here. And right. yeah, so let's just spend a, a, a moment or two. With this chart, which I, you know, the first thing that Jill says is, look, we've got Uranus conjunct the sun, just like in the Canadian chart. Yep. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, you know, do, 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 <laughs> Pluto in, uh, on the ascendant. Now, of course, for those of us who, um, and I've heard other astrologers say this, not just myself, um, that with Uranus cruising through Taurus, that the likelihood of major earthquakes happening um, is definitely part of that signature. So, of course, <laughs> makes you wonder. Um, I'll probably we'll probably talk about it on this show as Uranus starts to creep ever closer to our ascendant. <laughs> yeah, and then oh, when yeah. it gets to the sextile to our IC, our fourth house cusp, which is at twenty five Cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, <laughs> the, the Pluto on, on the ascendant to me is like the. The, the wealth of the natural resources, resources. yes yeah in bc that's yep. that's kind of why we were valuable to canada right yeah and 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 how we still predominantly think of ourselves in that way um mm-hmm. you know as we try to cut down the last old growth tree and yeah yeah well we've got that that uh, nodal axis in cancer north node on the mm-hmm. canadian Sun, yeah, and Jupiter as well, and yep. and and Saturn at the South Node opposite. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. It is interesting. <laughs> yeah. So the Moon is people. Okay, the Sun is government, um, and we've had some pretty exciting governments in. <laughs> in this province as we have I guess federally because we have Sun Uranus federally as well Uh, but the moon is in Leo so big stories big stories about ourselves I guess that's the lumberjacky thing I just saw that yes it trines Neptune yeah we we might toot our horn a bit we might not be getting the whole story yeah maybe not maybe not Neptune in the 12th house yeah and you've yes. got Chiron opposite Mars, and Mars again in the sixth, which yep. we have uh, in the Canadian chart. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, lots of connections to the mother chart. I mean, yes. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Overseeing body for this province. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. But, but that T that T square of uh, Jupiter Saturn was Chiron too. Is yeah. Again, it's twelfth house Chiron. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that which is not obvious. Well, and and I think I think it's you know I mean, Chiron is our deepest wounds, and they're hidden yeah. from. And and they're also the twelfth house is also associated with self undoing, and so the fact that you know we basically rape and pillage the land and the ocean, you know, and now there's two fish left and one tree. Uh, yeah, that's going to come home to roost. Well, squaring yeah. Jupiter down in the third, we thought yeah. we could, you know. Just keep going on and on and on. And More is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So there you have it. We are going to transition to something a little lighter next week. <laughs> After we've done two back-to-back -back kind of grim Plutonian moments. Yeah, so yeah. We're, yeah, we're going to introduce um, sort of classic modern techniques of solar arc directions. We're going to start with those because they're the simplest. We're also going to do, in doing that, we're going to give a mini lesson on ephemerises, which for both Jill and I, it's like, what? <laughs> but because modern day astrology students don't have to try to learn how to calculate because if they don't have their own software, there's tons of software out there. Um, and there are so times when it's, and in, when having ephemerides is, is really a good thing because it is. Yeah. now you've got the chart. You can flip through really quickly and, and see where things are going, you know, yeah, and yeah. as it's pulling up chart after chart after chart and getting all confused. <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, it, it, you can then just scan and, yeah. you know, what's, what's there. And yeah. I, I fall, mine are all very tattered because yes. they get <laughs> Yeah, and it's interesting, like on uh, Chris Brennan's podcast, uh uh, with both, you know, like he does this monthly get together with um, Austin Kopic and um, oh, and her name just ran out the window on me. Anyway, I mean, they they've all held up their ephemerises from time oh. to time, right? You know, and they are they're just like they're barely hanging together because they are with lots of tape. Tape. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Better binding than they do, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will take you on a little journey through doing solar arcs, um, and then we might have time to briefly explain, because uh, secondary progressions do require calculations. Um, and again, you know, software will do that for you. Yeah. Um, and I know for myself, um, to me, that particular system is just, it's like the DNA code. It, it says, okay, this is supposed to unfold at this time. You know, this arm is supposed to shoot out and go over here at that time. Because um, it's, it's symbolic time. Um, whereas well, transits are also, in real time. Yeah, And also, it, it really only the inner planets by 
secondary progression or they they are the ones that move yes exactly the, the outer planets you know barely move yeah at they all. they may change direction which can be significant like station and turn retrograde or direct but yeah yeah, yeah. so you know but when they do you know a station or something that that is yeah that's significant there are things you can look at but with the outer planets uh in a secondary but overall they they're more more relevant in a in a sec in a solar arc yes exactly and you're looking at yeah yeah and again the difference between what we just did today this is real time using transits whereas solar arcs and secondary progressions are symbolic time and yet they both work which again well, is this they kind of give you different perspective yes exactly on, yeah on what is happening um yeah and yeah tra- i mean people generally start with transits what's going on today yeah um but it's always helpful i think to add in the progressions and solar arcs yeah. and then the ancients they had they had a whole other system of which i'm just walking down that rabbit hole with abu mashar <laughs> and you know there's solar perfections there's uh, solar revolutions and there's um oh all sorts of other bizarre things so yeah there's lots of ways to look at symbolic time and real time yeah. But in the um, meantime, that's, that's what astrology is. It's the cycles of time. Yes, it is. It is. And that's why we even discovered it in the first place is because things just keep changing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, folks. Well, um, we have come to the end of another broadcast. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you next week. And please do remember the kids graduation parade on June the 26th. Um, and in the meantime, you have been listening to 90.1 FM Powell Rivers Community Radio Station CJMP. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye, Jill. Have a good week. Mine's going to be like a gong show. I just, I was hoping it wasn't, but. Mercury's still retrograde. It is still retrograde. (laughs) Okay, folks, we'll talk to you soon.